97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. And now, Sue's News. Sponsored by Mr. Appliance. Speedy expert service. MrAppliance.com. I don't recall seeing this one uh, before, but it was amusing to me. So I will let you know that it's National Houseplant Appreciation Day. (laughs) Don't overlook your plants. Fred, do you have a green thumb? Oh, no, I don't at all. Do you no. have anything alive in your house, or is it Marie that uh, it's, your wife it's has? It's all in the front, like right outside the front windows. There's yeah. big pots with things that we just keep replacing because they always die. They're <laughs> annual <laughs> dying plants. I understand. Abby, green thumb? I've I've got a pretty black thumb, actually. Yeah. I can't keep any plant alive. Well, that's a shame. People, all you need is light and water. Mark reared nothing? Not real. Um, part of the reason is because of cat's... I, I've been known to, every once in a while, I'm sure this is going to oh, get no. mocked for this. No, I, I, I've bought flowers at the store yes. and put them in a vase, yes. if you will. You have yes. to say it that way, don't do you? you? Yeah. But then I the, the cats get into do. those, and then Becky says, those are poisonous. I'm like, I think they're, like we had a, there was a, something happened. Okay, somebody sent a plant. About fl- okay, okay. Oh, somebody but but about somebody a sent a plant, and okay. I can't remember what it was for. And I put, it was a, we put it in the living room. It was a beautiful spot. And then Becky got all freaked out because the cats... Were apparently her aunt came over and said that's poisonous. Well, the damn cats were avoiding it. They were smart enough to know that, and then we got rid of the plant. It was beautiful. So I guess my point is, we try and we fail. Well, I understand. At least she gave it the old college try. Uh, and it's also National Oysters Rockefeller Day. Okay. Now I had to look that up. Oysters on the half shell. This is what Oster- oysters Rockefeller are. Oysters on the half shell. Topped with butter, herbs, and breadcrumbs, and then baked or broiled. I could do that. I don't like an oyster that isn't cooked, but if it's cooked, I'll eat it. Fred, does that gross you out? Uh, yeah, I'm not a big seafood person, but I did eat at Peacemaker Ooh. over the weekend, and which was uh, excellent food. It was great. But you did not have seafood. Uh, no, I, I did oh. one of the chicken. You, you go Fred, to one of Fred, the best Fred. seafood places, yeah. the Kevin Nashian. Chef extraordinaire. He has Sydney Street Cafe, which is one of the best restaurants in St. Louis, too. On the oyster front, I'll do raw. I'll really? Do You'll do oh, absolutely. Suck it down there. Oh. You know, when I was coming of age in Columbia, Missouri, this was pretty much after college because, you know, I worked there. There was a place, and I think it's still there downtown, but at the time it was on the business loop called Glenn's Cafe. Fred, I don't know if you remember that. And it was amazing food from New Orleans. And oh. I started eating oysters when I was probably, you know, 21 or 22 and never looked back. I really liked them. But they can be expensive sometimes. Yeah, they can be slimy. That's well, I like to cook them. It's a texture thing for some yeah, people. Yeah, it is. Right? What, I, what about you, Abby? No, that's a seafood. You're kind of yeah. an odd food person. I, I'm kind of in the same boat as Fred. Like, yeah. I don't really like seafood that much, so they kind of scare me, and I've never tried it. I, I noticed on the um, menu at Peacemaker, a lot of the things were like, Per market price, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you would ask, and this, I mean, they it reminded sh- me of a line from Community where somebody's like, "Market price? What market are they shopping at?" <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> it's so expensive. Not near the ocean is what I remind myself when we go there. Yeah, so you do have to remember ship that. that stuff in. Fred, one of the cool things I just mentioned this about Peacemaker is there's all these pictures, yeah. um, big giant photographs in Peacemaker of fishermen and people there, and those are real photographs. Kevin hired somebody to go out there at the place that supplies a lot of his seafood. The real guys that supply the f- seafood are pictured in there. So I thought that was wow, a nice that's touch. beautiful. Cool. To see yeah. all those pictures. Cool. That really is. Cool. Now, one more question, though. When you guys say you don't like seafood, yeah, is that because have... you don't think you like it or because you don't want to try it or what? That's a good what? question. I uh, like it. I think lobster is too much work. 
Well, that's not an excuse, Fred. <laughs> no, I know. Okay, I what's yours, I'll, Abby? I'll shrimp. I don't. I just don't like the fishy taste. I don't. It, but I there's don't a lot of fish that does not have a lot of fishy yes, taste, right? Yes. If you get a so milder fish, thing it too. could be a texture I, thing. I can't really pinpoint it. Okay. Most of the time when I eat it, I start to feel sick after, though. Wouldn't be well, then I'd stop. I would, I would not continue. Yeah. That's yeah, a good answer, Abby. I don't mess with it most of the time. <laughs> uh, 75 years ago today in 1949, RCA introduced the 45 RPM vinyl record. I love this How story. about it? I saw this on the Twitter today. It made the 7-inch disc the new standard for records. I owned a few. Fred, did you have oh, some yeah. as a kid? Yeah, Mark, like, well, I assume. We'll keep us together. Oh, All that's sorts of stuff like that. I had. I know, well, you know, and we'll get no, into it's this. Cute. I have, I have a job type of story that we're going to get to with, uh, with Alex Rich, and you know, I, I worked in the record business and with radio, so I had a lot of records, and the record companies would send out forty fives. I oh, had wow. thousands of them. Oh my god, thousands of them. Then, when I had my first house with my ex-wife, we had an attic in the garage, and I was dumb enough to put the damn. I've done so many dumb things, and I can. T- I put the damn records in the attic, and they all melted. I have all oh, my all my thirty oh. threes. But all- what would you do with them now, right? Well, forty fives. It's a good question. Although there They're were some back. in there that were very unique, yeah. and oh. I wish they melted. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, and on this day in history, a little music with this one. Sixty-eight years ago, in nineteen fifty-six, Elvis recorded this song. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street that. Well, I'll tell you, the reason we bring this up is because this became his first million seller. Yeah. First of many is what I'm guessing. Yeah, probably. But yeah, that was 68 years ago today. It always makes me think of Jane Duker, who loves the Elvis. And then Mark brought this one up. 25 years ago today was the premiere of The Sopranos. On wow. HBO, twenty-five what? years, people. What a difference maker that show was, and I was a huge fan. Fred, did you watch it or not? I can't remember. I watched one season, then I thought it was just a little bit too brutal. Well, I, I, I can see that. I, I understand yeah. how you would think that because it was at times. What I would say about The Sopranos, and you know, there've been a lot of shows that have followed along these lines. Great dramas. I put Mad Men into the category Breaking Bad, but all those shows have what I refer to as, and I can't say this word on the radio. Holy blank moments. Yeah, oh, for Where you're sure. watching. And there would be right. some episodes that were, you know, a little slower. And then all of a sudden, when you were least expecting it, someone gets whacked or something else happens that just kind of blows you away. And the Sopranos oh, yeah. did that exceptionally well, right? Yeah. Gandolfini was so good. Michael Imperioli. The whole cast. Everything well came together. Yeah. The other thing is, just a little, uh, little Mark Reardon trivia, because I know, come on, people are interested in that. <laughs> this was um, the... Wait, I hit the wrong thing. That's the Sue's News. This was the theme to my show for at least 15 years. It oh, opened my right? show. It opened my yeah. show in Milwaukee. When I was there, it opened my show on KMOX, and this is tied into The Sopranos because this is the great R.L. Burnside, great blues man who really didn't even have professional success in music until he was in his 50s. He died a few years ago. This song is called It's Bad You Know. It's on the original Sopranos soundtrack. There are a couple. I think they did like a version two because music was very important to David Chase. I actually talked to David Chase about this particular song wow. at one point, but man, I just love this song so much. R.L. Burnside. Bad, you know. Anyway, there you go. A little That's Sopranos cool. history for you here this afternoon. Let me go back to the uh, thing that I accidentally turned off here a minute ago. There you go, Okay. Sue. Broadway, uh, 
which unfortunately lately has been about as creative as Hollywood, uh, has uh, come up to st- with this idea. Their latest idea for a stage musical is Prince's Purple Rain. Now, I'm not sure that would be that bad, but um, I don't know. I mean, the, because you can see it staged, right, in your head. I can. Can I just tell right. you something? There's just and, no original. Exactly. Can I admit something here? Because yeah. I, I was doing a couple of things with the transition, and when you said that, I swear to God, my brain told me that you said Princess Purple Rain, not Prince's Purple oh, Rain. Oh, that's I'm like, funny. wait, what am I missing here? Princess Purple Rain, who's that? <laughs> Sorry. And then I had to think about it. Ah, uh, yes, the latest but thing with the kids. I think that that would potentially work. I can kind of see it. Sure. It's just, you're right, Fred, it's just nothing new. Producers say, quote, we can't wait for a new generation to discover Purple Rain and for lovers of the original film and album to experience its power once again. Of course, who are you going to get to be Prince? He's You can't replace him. I was going to say irreplaceable. That's a word, isn't it, Prince? It is. Okay, thank you. Just checking. How about the guy that does that commercial, the soda commercial? Which one? He's like, this. yeah, that's the guy from American Idol, Justin Greeny, who uh, oh, finished second to. Maybe he can. He's the guy who finished second to Kelly Clarkson in the first. Oh, okay. And he's good, actually. You know what? Because he kind of looks like Prince. Right. Well, he's white, but well, he looks a little like him. Yeah. That. Except that. Except it. Well, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, this is the 40th anniversary. Well, this year is for the uh, um, album Purple Rain. It came out in 1984. We got a lot of big old albums that are well, turning forty let's this year. Highlight those. Oh, we will. I've got a whole list. For that tomorrow. was um, look. That was a big year. It was my first year at Mizzou, and I was playing a lot of alternative music, doing some college radio back then. So I'll be curious to see oh, yeah. what records come up here. We'll hit those uh, with you tomorrow. Sue's news is brought to you by Mister Appliance. Speedy expert service. Go to MisterAppliance.com. I found this interesting, but I find this stuff interesting. Here we go. The person in charge of the Library of Congress is officially called the Librarian of Congress. And they get appointed by the president and approved by the Senate. And that person now makes around $220,000 a year. The current one is Carla Hayden. And she has been the Librarian of Congress since 2016. I knew that. that. I knew that there was a Librarian of Congress. What I I did did not not know is that they were paid two. Two hundred twenty grand. Is that good. more than senators? Or that's a good question. That actually is a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there. I thought they were in the like one eighty range. Uh, yeah, or something I thought they were like around one eighty. Right? Yeah. Well, there well, you senators. Them. The thing is, you say that about oh, senators. All the true. members of the Senate, maybe except for Eric Schmidt, they they don't really care because they have so much money anyway. But the House members, that does make a difference yeah. too. Yeah. Well, there you are. Sit that is Sue's news for this Wednesday afternoon. Alex Rich from Y98 coming in here. We'll talk about a few things. We have Phil Holloway in the next hour. Jimmy Page turned 80 years old today. Get more at 971talk.com.